sushi ASMR podcast. <laughs> um, I just got my order of food in for dinner. I just want everyone to know that it is currently two minutes to ten, and I'm just only eating dinner right now. They put so much shrimpies in here. Wow. Or they put so much um, crab in here. This is so much. Wow, 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 wow. Is it, a, is it good? Is it bad? It's, I'm kind of sussed because it's a Monday night and they usually close on Tuesdays. So I'm like, oh, I'm definitely getting the last of the bat. Like the last You're of the You're going to get worms. Stop. I already have worms. It's honestly the water here. The water here gives me worms. So. We have to do the parasite cleanse, I'm telling you. I know. Okay, it still tastes good, so that's good. That's good. Um, I do need to get on the parasite cleanse because um, I am pretty sure the water in this city is giving me parasites. So I think I got it from salads. Oh, you a thousand percent got it from salads. Did you see that TikTok where that girl was like, I only ate the same two things and it was a takeaway salad for like six months and I got had worms and I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's the takeaway salad. I'm pretty sure that that's what's happened to me. Oh, a thousand percent. Don't trust the food in America, kiddos. No, it's not okay. No, it's not. It's really not. Mm. Well, um, what are we? Well, welcome to our <laughs> Disney podcast. Well, this is a what do we call this thing? <laughs> this is a, welcome to welcome to Disney podcast. Yes. Um, hello, this is Lexi. This is Ashlyn. There's been a ton of Disney news. Do you want to hit on any of it, or do you want to just get into the Jungle Cruise? Are we talking about the Jungle Cruise? Because I made notes for the Jungle Cruise. I think we should talk about the Jungle Cruise because neither of us are willing to spend the money to watch it again. That's true, and my memory is already fading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like was caught like trying to think of my thoughts of um the jungle cruise throughout the entire day and all i could think of was the rock is hilarious Mm -hmm. i love the rock i do too and it's so funny because every single time i see him in a movie it takes me a while to like adjust to seeing him i don't know if you're like this but like whenever he first showed up on screen i was like that is a monster of a man i'm very used to the rock being the rock my childhood best friend that's not you um, like my elementary school best friend. That's also not uh, my current elementary school best friend. I don't know what's happening anymore. It's not about me. I'm confused. I know. Like, excuse me. <laughs> um, so my elementary school best friend had the biggest crush on The Rock. And I remember like this was early, early on. Like this was like when Google was first being a thing. I'm not that old, but like when people would be like, oh, like, let's Google something. And we would look at photos of The Rock. So, like, I was aware of how big this man's was. But then I also think, and I'm like, oh, I didn't watch Jumanji. And I don't remember the last time I watched a film with The Rock in it. In his human form. Moana doesn't count. Right. <laughs> Which, I mean, does it not count? It kind of counts. Because he's basically... Him. Anyway, I digress. So I didn't feel like, oh my God, this man's is huge because I'm used to The Rock being The Rock. I also watch the video of him tiredly singing to his daughter 
like you're welcome all the time. So like oh. all I see is just Dwayne Johnson holding his two-year-old daughter singing you're welcome. Oh, being no. like she doesn't realize that it's me. She doesn't understand that this is me. Oh my heart. It's so cute. Have, have you seen it? No, I've never seen it. That sounds adorable. Oh my God. Wait, let me try and find it. Also, I like knowing that uh, The Rock showers three times a day. He does? He does. Oh, you didn't see that either? I don't know anything about The Rock. I'm like, I, I didn't realize how much I love The Rock. I didn't realize how much of a fan you are of Dwayne uh, The Rock Johnson. I, yeah, neither did I. I'm like, I love Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You're but like, I, I don't know how many times a day this man showers. So, okay. Because there's all that discourse on Twitter where it was just like celebrities don't shower, blah, 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 oh, blah. Oh, yeah, that was disgusting. That's disgusting. And, and someone was just like, oh, I wonder how many times like Dwayne Johnson like how, like showers. And he's like, I shower three times a day. Once when I wake up, to wake up. The second time after I, sh- after I work out. And then after I work. Three times wow. a day, yeah. I'm like, wow. that's, a, that's a lot of showers. That's a lot of time spent in the shower. I'm like a nighttime bath girl. Mm-hmm. But then sometimes during the day, I'll have to take like an anxiety shower if like it's just been too much, you know? Mm-hmm. You just need to like reawaken yourself a little bit. Yeah. Sometimes I do this thing where I'm like, okay, I can be as freaked out and upset as I want in the shower. But then once I open up the curtain, I have to be like back to normal. So I'll really just like go fully feral in the shower but it's good like at least you have your feral feral time yeah we love feral time I do that all the time like whenever we were in New York I was very anxious that day and I was in the elevator alone and I was like I can be as insane as I want in this elevator but the second the door is open in the lobby I have to like get myself together Mm -hmm. and for that ride I was fully unhinged (laughs) security guard in the corner of his security room being like, we're going to have another, um, something's going to happen. I was trying to reference the girl who like went missing in that hotel in California and I can't. It's the Cecil Hotel. Yes, the Cecil Hotel. Everything bad happens at the Cecil Hotel. Yeah. But yeah, that's um, that's absolutely like what that hotel security guard was thinking watching me through the camera of the elevator. Yeah, like, god damn it. Um, So, yes, the Jungle Cruise. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. So, I loved this movie. Oh, I was obsessed with it. I didn't think that I would like it as much as I did. I didn't even have a desire to watch it, quite frankly. I was excited to see it, but I figured it would be bad. Um, Why would you think that it would be bad, though? I guess there's multiple reasons. Um... I thought I didn't like Emily Blunt for some reason, and I don't really know why, but I, I was like, okay. not to see her in this movie. Mm-hmm. I've changed my mind since seeing this. I think I like Emily Blunt now. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was the first reason. Next, I just didn't know, like, what story they were going to make out of the ride. And Same. The, yeah, I just didn't know where they were going to go with it, and I'm really happy with, like how they ended up portraying the ride in it and then how they expanded the lore of it. Mm -hmm. But I guess going in, I just wasn't that enthused. And the other thing is that because it got delayed like literally like three times Mm -hmm. and this was like, I feel like this was like started in like 2017 or something. I think it's just been forever. I just, I honestly never expected to see it actually come out and I figured it would probably be pretty bad because I didn't know why else it kept getting delayed. Right. Yeah. I didn't even realize that it was coming out. 
Like, yeah. I was just like, oh, okay, it's another, like, because I forgot that The Rock was in it. I forgot that Emily Blunt was in it. I forgot that Jake Whitehall was in it. Like, forgot that all of these amazing uh, actors and actresses were in it. And I was like, oh, like, it's going to be directly to Disney+. Plus. Yeah. And, like, I'll be able to watch it anytime. Like, I have no attachment to watching this film. Because, to your point, like, how are they going to make a ride out of... Or how are they going to make a story, like, a full-blown movie out of a ride? Mm-hmm. And, yes, I know that they did it with pirates. But, you know, Disney has changed in the last... 15 years so but it was good it was good my stepdad put it on during family dinner and I was just like oh wait this is actually really funny yeah it was funny it was super funny Dwayne Johnson is hilarious his timing was perfect um the execution of his lines perfect he really knows how to play someone who's incredibly sarcastic now that I say that, I just feel like he's been the same role in every single one of his films. But, right, I didn't watch Jumanji. Me neither. But it's very, he was still very Maui in this. Yes, he was very Maui in this. One-liners, zingers. My stepdad mm-hmm. was cracking up. Like, we were both, like, actually laughing because of The Rock. Um, but, yeah, I was truly surprised um i loved how they tied in the ride i thought it was so clever how they made it actually be that um frank had you know the jungle cruise that he would take people on i loved seeing the ride jokes play out in the movie mm-hmm. um seth has never been to disney world okay. so i literally have to fix this yeah um, thousand percent it's a miracle we've been together for two years and I still haven't dragged him down there. It goes to show you how much like emotional distress I have endured. Emotional um, distress and a whole pandemic, baby. That's so true. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. The parks mm-hmm. were closed for a big chunk of it. So it's yeah. not totally my fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's never been to Disney World. So the entire time that they're making the jokes about like the backside of water and, you know, like all of that, uh, the natives, mm-hmm. I keep trying to stop and I'm like, this is in the ride. This is in the ride too. You see in the ride, blah, 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 in the ride. And finally he's like, you have to stop. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You have to stop. Like, I don't care right now. Uh... But yeah, I loved it. <laughs> No, it was a really solid movie. I haven't been on the Jungle Cruise in a really, really long time. So I honestly would have been the same as Seth. But that being said, like, you can you can tell that they built the movie off of the ride storyline. I loved all of the, like, I said this on Twitter. I just feel like this movie was a love letter to the Disney Parks nerd. Mm-hmm. Because it's like you have the whole part where Frank is giving the Jungle Cruise. You have the Skipper's Canteen. Mm-hmm. Um, you have just like all these little nudges to the ride. Oh, whenever they go into the tomb for the first time, the music literally changes to the <laughs> same sound that you hear in the ride. And I have goosebumps just thinking about it because it's like such a small detail that somebody was like, we should put this in the movie. Yeah. But oh my God, like I can't believe somebody did that. I'm glad that they did though, because it's not just 
Because, like you said, it's a love letter to the Disney park nerd, where it's, like, you would really only get it if, like, you... If, like, the Jungle Cruise was, like, your ride. Or, like, a ride that you would go on all the time. And it's, like, for me, it's kind of what we needed to see from Disney. I know. Like, over the last year or so, like, we've talked about movies that have come out, and it's, like, they kind of lost what they were meant to do as the Disney company. Every person that I have, that like I've talked to about this film outside of it being like a really funny film. It's like, it's, it's such a nod to the Disney parks. And it was just nice to see like an original movie come out of them too. Yeah. That like didn't suck. (laughs) And was it necessary repetitive? We talked about how Luca was very much like, okay, they're going, like, it's the same Pixar storyline, just yeah. written up with two boys. But, like, I didn't see any of the Jungle Cruise coming. I um, didn't either. I'm shocked <laughs> by how, like, deep it was. Yeah. With the backstory of Frank and all of that. I did not mm-hmm. expect, like, any of that. No. My favorite part of the entire movie is the fact that Trader Sam is in it, and Trader Sam's a girl. As she should be. I was so excited. I was going to talk about this in a minute, but, like, they're making all of these changes to the Jungle Cruise to be more inclusive. Yes, which I wanted to talk about since, obviously, the movie came out, but... Definitely. We will get into it. Um, But one quick note is that they took the Trader Sam animatronic out of the ride on both coasts. Mm -hmm. And now at the end of the ride, there's still like Trader Sam's, but it's just kind of like this fake gift shop Mm -hmm. um, that's like overrun by monkeys. (laughs) And I was listening to a podcast the other day and the host was like, now you can imagine that Trader Sam is whoever you want him to be. And then I like I was like, oh, but actually in the movie, it's a girl. Trader Sam is a girl. Trader Sam is a girl. That's a super small detail, but it means a lot. Yeah. Just like changing the way that everyone that like you're supposed to be thinking. I don't know. No, I totally agree. It was it was really unexpected that they did that. Mm-hmm. Like I never in a million years had even entertained the thought that Trader Sam was female. Right. And then I was like, whoa. <laughs> and why not? And I, I do love that little detail. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I could say any a bad thing about this movie. I really liked the fact, like, I genuinely loved it. Like, it. This is so rare for us. This is like. I know. Growth, character development. I feel the exact same way. Like, I just loved it. I really don't have anything negative to say. I don't have anything negative to say at all. Like, the cast was hilarious. And. It was also very inclusive. Yes. Other than the fact that Trader Sam is a girl. Other than the fact that um, I watched this film like three weeks ago and I can't remember her name right now. Emily Blunt's character was like, okay, and why the fuck can't I wear pants? Like, why does it matter? Jake Whitehall's character is gay. I already forgot the name of that character too. Yeah, we're like character growth, but also not really. (laughs) no brain growth no no not at all i loved the fact that the indigenous people that they showed Mm -hmm. like were not like the bloodthirsty cannibal savages that they portrayed in the original iteration of the ride yes a thousand percent my there was something or there was a line that frank had said telling the story about how he was 500 years old 
and how he was like, we went and these people took such great care of us. And what did he do? He completely backstabbed them for absolutely no reason. Um, yeah. And I don't know. Yeah, to your point, like, they didn't portray them as bloodthirsty. They showed the conquistadors being the bad people. When I texted you a couple weeks ago when we first watched it, like, it was, and I was so, like, excited that I watched it, and I was so happy. I was just, like, it gave me huge Pirates of the Caribbean, Mummy. Indiana Jones. Again, which I feel like is a love letter to... Disney, but like everything about this movie was good. I wonder if they're going to try to make it into a, like a series like Pirates of the Caribbean. Do you think they'd be able to though? I feel like the Jungle Cruise is like a one and done. I hope that it is because honestly, I don't think I want to like risk ruining it. <laughs> no, I don't either. Too much of a good thing. Mm. Too much of a good thing. And you know, even if it's not as frank, we will see The Rock again. The biggest takeaway that I have from tonight is that you are a hardcore. I just love The Rock. I love The Rock. That's it. (laughs) Other than The Rock, I do also know that The Jungle Cruise has a lot of, you know, secrets that unless you weren't in it, you wouldn't know about. Oh, sorry. You're trying to bridge me into something. Excuse me. This is a segue. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Should I say segue every time I do? This is a segue. I thought you were like. I thought you knew secrets about the movie. And I was like, what's the no, secret? the only secret is that what's-his-face is hot. <laughs> That's not a secret. Dwayne <laughs> the Rock Johnson is hot. Before we get into the secret stuff, I want to hit on some of the ride changes because I think it might flow a bit better. Yeah, definitely. That was what I had wanted to segue into and then I forgot. Okay, cool. Before we abandon this movie, I just have to say Proxima. I love him so much. I love having cats in movies. Big fan. He was the sweetest cheetah, leopard. I think it was a leopard. (laughs) Sweetest leopard. Uh, She was hilarious. Yes. (laughs) When she was drunk and and vomited in front of Frank, I was like, yes, yes. Yes, love it. Hilarious. Oh, I just love that he was like a cat dad throughout like 500 years. He uh-huh. just keeps adopting new little stray cats. A man after my own heart. I love that. Oh, and now that I think about it, how lonely is that? That has has that got to be? So sad. Like just keep adopt like finding stray cats and raising stray. 500 and then years. you watch them all die. That's what I'm saying. I think literally every single day about my dead cat. Like, I can't imagine going through that many. That's so many. That's too many. Too many. I, I cry on, like, a regular basis because I miss my cat. That's your baby. I know. I know. Ugh. Anyway. Ride changes. Ride changes. Okay, so previously the attraction was just like basically what the name said it was just like a cruise through the jungle Mm -hmm. and then riders encountered different situations that were portrayed as dangerous but like in a mocking way Mm -hmm. (laughs) since the whole ride is like a stand-up comedy act yes so there were scenes with indigenous people that were like joke to be cannibals Mm -hmm. 
uh, there were shrunken heads. There was a scene where there's like a white adventurer who's like safe on top of a tree smiling. Mm -hmm. And then there's like a bunch of like dark skinned people who are in danger on a totem pole with like an angry rhino at the bottom. Mm -hmm. So it was like kind of not a cool juxtaposition. No. Um, And then of course, Trader Sam the head salesman is like standing at the end of the ride holding a bunch of shrunken heads. Yeah. Not good. Not good. So they've changed it. Yes. And now the ride has actually a fully fleshed out backstory. So ahem, I will refer to my notes <laughs> in the new story. Dr. Albert falls mm-hmm. has gone missing and he's left his granddaughter, Alberta, to run the Jungle Navigation Company. Yeah, Jungle Navigation Company. And Alberta is the one who actually founds the legendary Jungle Cruise. And then she also converts the mess hall and sea meeting place into the skipper canteen. I want to get back to the sea thing in a second, because that's okay. the secret society thing that you were referencing. Yes, um, but now on the ride, it's sort of, it's supposed to be like Alberta's taken this group of diverse adventurers on a cruise. So you see people from like all different backgrounds, um, women and men. They also have like different careers. Like one is like an entomologist. One's like a photographer, like one's like a botanist or something. So they've like tried to like make these into like characters with backstories and like fleshed out personalities exactly so now on the ride the trader sam animatronic has been removed which we talked about already Mm -hmm. it's been replaced by this gift shop um which is a much more fun ending Mm -hmm. and then i don't really know like what other changes have happened on the ride to be honest i know that they like replace the totem pole scene Mm -hmm. to make it so it's like everybody's on the totem pole it's not just like the one white person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was like a white person watching them, like about to be eaten by a rhino. So Yeah. Uh, There's like a sunken boat on the attraction that's supposed to be like Alberta's um, tour boat sunk. <laughs> Love that. Are you excited? I'm really, I haven't been on the Jungle Cruise in literal decades. Oh, wow. See, it's, it's like a must-do for me. Valid. It's always like I, I wouldn't want to carve time out of my day. Because at the time, do you go to Adventureland first or do you go to Tomorrowland first? I go to Adventureland first. I go to Tomorrowland first. Okay. I actually think it's better to go to Tomorrowland Mm -hmm. because at least like it used to be back in the day whenever you had to run around to get fast passes. Yes. Because then you could get Space Mountain. Mm -hmm. And then like Adventureland, it's like you're not really going to get anything too exciting there. But I think that's, yeah. I, right. So that's like, that's how I was conditioned. Yeah, I get it. And I, yeah, never really fond of Adventureland. Yeah, there's not much there. No, but Indiana Jones and the Jungle Cruise are. So two rides that I never end up going on because it's like the oh, last wow. at my stop. Yeah, I've. People really like Indy. I know. Both of them. I know how popular they are and I just like haven't. Ben, it also doesn't help that I've only been to Disney World once in the last 10 years, over 10 years. I thought you had been more than that. I'm kind of surprised. I thought I did too, and then I sat and thought about it. I was like, hmm. <laughs> Just kidding. I really haven't. Yeah. 
Yep. So, <laughs> yeah. I've never been on Indiana Jones, but I think I would really like it because I think it's like the same ride track or like at least the same ride vehicle system as Dinosaur, which is my favorite ride. I love how we both love Dinosaur because everyone hates Dinosaur. I know, and I don't understand why. I love Dinosaur. I mean, it's kind of just like a scary go fast ride, but that's like, it's super fun. It is super fun. And I like it because it's scary. Like, I will make time to go see Dinosaur. Because also, you have to keep Dinosaur Land alive in Disney World. Like, if they, I, oh my God, Lexi, I know that it's like on the chopping block. Like, people don't want it. People in Animal don't want it in Animal Kingdom. And I, the day that that happens, I'm going to become one of those crazy people that like sits outside of like the attraction to like stop it. You know, yeah. like that's going to be me. Like the people who protested um, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, I'm going to be like that for Dino Land. That's literally how I was for a Bugs Life world, for like oh, a I Bugs know. Land and Disneyland. Yeah. I think you're thinking of the many times I've gone to Disneyland. Yeah, I think so too. I think I got confused. Yeah, which is fine. Haven't been on... Jungle Cruise and Disneyland either. Because, again, I, I go to Tomorrowland first. Anyway, I digress. Um, I'm very excited. Uh, like, I really want to ride it now, especially with all the new changes. Um, I'm honestly surprised they didn't completely change the ride to mimic the film. I am, too. I guess I'm just surprised they made so much of a story out of the Jungle Cruise because I just didn't know what they could possibly do with it. Yeah. It's, it goes to the idea of like, I was surprised that they were able to turn a really good story out of like Pirates of the Caribbean good. I was such a freaking, I don't even think you know about this. I was such a nerd in high school. I had a Pirates of the Caribbean, like, medallion necklace like you know the one that's like the last piece of gold that they need yes to break the curse I did you wear it necklace I don't I don't know I think I must have though in fact yes I'm having some (laughs) memories now of certain outfits that I wore with it um that thing left the house but that's kind of necessary though I wouldn't be embarrassed I would not be embarrassed like wearing that out in public Thank you. You're welcome. I just also need to make it known to the world that, like, this is also coming from the human that has a keyblade in the trunk of their car from Kingdom Hearts because I named my car Oblivion. So I needed to have the Oblivion keyblade in the trunk of my car. How big is it? Oh, it's it's like half the size of us. What? You just keep it back there? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I take it out when I'm at shows and I'm like, and we're um, tailgating. Yeah. And I'm just like, hey! Oh my God. I love this. <laughs> so I am happy that you wore that medallion every single day. Thank you so much. Thank you. I would, Thank you. I would never judge you for that thank you the craziest thing about being an adult now is that like whenever I do have disposable income it's like oh 
I can actually buy whatever I want. And the amount of like Disney merchandise and just like nerdy stuff I have now, I mean, it's like quadrupled what I had as a teenager. Oh, of course. Because me and my sister have talked about talk about it all the time where it's like it's amazing being a nerd with money. Like it's amazing being an adult nerd because now I get to have everything that I want. Like I want the all volumes of Inuyasha, the Vizbig series, the Viz, the Vizbig versions. I can have all of them. I can pay for Disney Plus four years, four full years. Because I know that I'm going to watch it every single day. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I can have all of the yep. ears that I want. Oh, yeah. All of the ears. Yeah. I have so many, like, Disney bags now. It's crazy. Do you think your air is, like, blowing on that pink thing behind you? What pink thing? I don't I don't know. I see your flowers, and then it's, like, behind the flowers. This thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's definitely moving. I think my air is on. Okay. I do just want to say that I am currently being um, attended to by fairies. So that's what happens when you call your home Pixie Hollow, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. I just wanted to make sure it was actually your air in the background because I've been like, because it wasn't moving. Maybe your air clicked on because all of a sudden it like started to move a lot. And I was like, oh, well, my air did click on. I can hear it. Okay. Yeah, I can hear my air click on, but what I haven't heard this entire time, which is crazy because it has been going off all day. Oh, the cat sound? No, no. The, oh, well, the, I heard a cat sound while you were gone. What? I heard a cat sound while you were gone getting your food. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, I no, did. As, I no, did. no, 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 no. It was I, like a meow sound. I haven't heard, I haven't heard the cat sound. I haven't heard the cat sound since last Monday or whenever that happened. I've not heard that. But you know what I have been hearing? My credenza knocking. My credenza knocks. My credenza knocks. Sounds like someone's trying to get out of my credenza. Well, maybe that object is just haunted and you need to pitch it. I, I cleansed it. I smoked I smoke, I, with protection incense. I, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like it has it literally hasn't happened because you haven't heard it. You haven't heard the you mm-hmm. haven't heard it? Right, you haven't heard no. it. It's literally been knocking all day. That's so scary. Yeah. I mean, it's harmless. The only the only terrible, terrible thing that has happened to me thus far is my kettle, my brand new kettle breaking, um, as well as my ID being lost for a couple of days. But I got it back. Yeah, I think that's how you know it's fairies, because that sounds, like, very just, like, mischievous. Right. Like, I know they're yeah. not doing me any harm. It's fine. Yeah. They'll, they leave me alone sometimes. So, it's okay. All of my friends, all of my friends thought that I was crazy. All of my friends thought I was crazy. And then Sam, because they were like, no, Lex, you just didn't look in your bag for your ID. And I'm like, no, but I did spend 30 minutes. No, it's probably fairies. It's, it's, it's fucking fairies. How am I going to find my ID in the bag that I turned inside out? Wrapped neatly. And so then Sam was over this past weekend. And she was like, Lex, like something's knocking. And I was like, no, no nothing's knocking. She's like, what do you mean nothing's knocking? I'm literally hearing someone knock at your door. I'm like... No one's knocking on my door, Samantha. That's just the credenza. Sometimes it knocks. You know. It's fine. As it does. As it does. 
And she's like, I kind of was like, I like, I know you believe in fairies, and I know you know that I believe in fairies, but I didn't think that you were actually were playing with fairies. And I was like, eh, yeah. Anyhow. Um. <laughs> anyway. I- Oh yeah, so we were doing a Disney podcast. Disney um, podcast, secret, not a paranormal podcast, not a paranormal park podcast. But you know, speaking of secret little tiny communities like fairies, this is a segue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really good at segues. Not yeah, a- you're awesome. So remember, I mentioned that um, in the new Jungle Cruise ride backstory, Alberta transforms like the C offices into the Skipper Canteen. Yes. Okay, so C stands for the Society of Explorers and Adventurers, and it's a fictional secret society that shows up now in various attractions at Disney parks across the world. For all the shit that we give to Disney and how they've kind of declined in a lot of ways, they have been able to keep that magic alive in other ways. And I think um, C is one of them. So I'd love to hear you explain it a little bit more. Yeah. So in the story, C is founded in the 1500s, and it consists of scientists, explorers, researchers, artists, travelers, and adventurers from across the globe. And they are dedicated to the continued exploration of the world's oceans and exotic lands. Ooh. Yeah. I love this too. The guiding concepts of sea are adventure, romance, discovery, and innovation. Oh, I love that. I'm obsessed. So Sea was first created for Tokyo Disney Sea, and it was inspired by the Adventurers Club at Walt Disney World, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you know about it or not. I know bits and pieces of it. Like, I definitely did some research on it, like, a while ago, like, went into a Wikipedia hole. But um, if you want to explain it a little bit more, refresh my memory, if you will. It was just, like, a club that they had at Pleasure Island at Downtown Disney. Yes. Um, And it was, like, very similar to this, where it just had, like, all these different, like, props and like all this backstory and they have like special like drinks and like a special motto that they could like all recite that was really <laughs> cute um i have it saved on my computer somewhere but you know it's fine do we really care <laughs> um so whenever the club closed though it was like a really big deal and people were really upset mm-hmm. and i think that they ended up taking like some of the props from the adventurers club and putting them like at different parks um in resorts across the world and they're kind of like represented now in the sea lore Mm -hmm. so sea shows up in mystic manor in hong kong disneyland okay yeah where there are portraits of lord henry mystic and harrison hightower of the tower of terror with other members of the society there are references to it at disney world's big thunder mountain Mm -hmm. and of course in the skipper canteen and they have, like, this list of members for C, and it just incorporates all these different attractions. I love that so much. Yeah, it's really cool. And the members, too, have, like, really elaborate backstories. Like, instead of Soren, I guess, at Tokyo Disney Sea, their ride's called Soaring. Okay. And the attraction is themed to the Museum of Fantastic Flight, the abode of a late sea member, Camilla, whose ghost still haunts the ride. I love that. 
I love it too. And so in the queue, you can see like portraits of her as a C member, um, including her with other C members like Lord Henry Mystic. Mm -hmm. Oh, this one too, I thought was really cool. In the UK pavilion in Epcot, Mm -hmm. there is a Kidcot station and it's themed as the library of the Royal Adventurers Society. And it features a book called the Society of Explorers and Adventurers Handbook. It's just cool. I was waiting for you to finish, like, to go off on that, but I love... That's, like, all I've got for the UK pavilion. No, that's fine. I am obsessed with that. I I love how it's, like, national treasure. Yeah, it totally is. It's, like, national treasure. I love how everything is connected, but, like, you have to know what it is. And I my favorite thing about the queues and, like, how Disney builds worlds is by integrating all of that together and, like... I am that kind of person who doesn't mind waiting in queues. Same. Especially at Disney. The only time I don't mind waiting in a queue is at Disney. Yeah. I actually really like to stand in line at Disney and take it all in. Yeah. Me too. Uh, me and- Did it just knock? Did you hear that? I heard it was loud, Lexi. Did you hear that? Yes. <laughs> Are you just going to live with it? What are you going to do? I I just live with it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm filming. I'm recording in my kitchen today. So you can act, or like in my dining room today. So you can actually like hear it because my mic's right here. Did anything happen before you brought that home? I had it in, I had it in my apartment basically since I oh. moved it. No, that's a lie. I went like two, I went like two to three weeks without it. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did anything- I guess I'm wondering, is it like the object that invited stuff in? Is it your apartment itself? So is it you? I, no, it's what I'm trying I think to figure it's, out. It's honestly, I think it's just me. I've had a fairy problem for a while and I never did anything okay. about it. And I kind of just thought that like, okay, the fairies were bored of me. And then I moved and then like, oh, great. Like, because, like, a lot of things would go missing and, like, just, like, super mischievous thing, stuff when, like, we were little and growing mm-hmm. up, whatever. And I just thought that it was just me being fluffy-brained and, like, have with ADD and, like, not for, like, remembering where things are because I can't focus. Uh, but, you know, I don't think that's the case anymore. So, yeah. yeah. Yep. And, like, a lot of my friends were like, oh, that's just, it's just your, like, wine cooler. Like, it's just your wine cooler, like, making noises. I'm like, no, it's not my wine cooler, I promise you. I, I really don't think it is because it sounded like stuff was rattling. That, yeah. Like, yeah. On top. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> so. Ha-ha. <laughs> um, but, yes, back to the cue thing. Um, yes. Every time we go to Disneyland, like obviously we try and get a fast pass for um, Radiator Springs. We get a fa- Radiator Springs. We get a fast pass for Radiator Springs, um, and like, but also include like on top of that, we hop online, and I make Fitz hop online with me because the way that they built the Radiator Springs queue is just so beautiful, and you can see how much like artistry went into it um and that could be said for almost every single queue at Disney like there's just so much history and storytelling in the queues and the fact that they were or they have been building up sea for as long as they have 
I, I absolutely love it. I've never eaten at the Skipper Canteen in the Magic Kingdom, um, but I really want to um, because their menu is like actually pretty unique for a Disney menu. There's like a lot of interesting food on it, mm-hmm. but you know, it's just not like not just like American <sighs> burger and fry. Yep. Was that it again? I don't. Maybe. I, I'm on edge right now. I know. I. This is what I love with. I'm like, okay, random noises. Yay. <laughs> That's so spooky. Yeah, so I haven't been to the Skipper Canteen yet, but I really want to because of the menu. Um, but especially now that I read all of this cool backstory, because it really does seem like C kind of like culminates in the Skipper Canteen. There's a special C meeting room in a hidden room behind the library. Mm-hmm. Can guests go? Can guests go in it? I think so. Oh, I know. So I really want to go and see. There are, like, special hats that belong to different members that are there, and they're in a display case. There's maps featuring legendary creatures, like the giant squid. There's the Nautilus submarine. There's the sea serpent from World of Motion. There's creatures resembling Monstro and the Leviathan. Oh. I know. And then there's also this big library that has books written by many sea members. I love that so much. So... It just seems super cool. <laughs> I wonder, I would love to see Disney expanding on this. Like g- genuinely doing like a little mini series, a little, a little tying it. Is it happening? Is it happening? It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. Yes! It's happening. So Ronald D. Moore. He is in the process of developing um, multiple TV projects at Disney+. Plus. And the first one is going to be all about C. I love that. I love that so much. Because it's Disney's own, like, Marvel, I want to say. Like, it, there's, like, truly, because Marvel is not Disney. But, like, it's truly one of those things where it's, like, they can build so much to it. Like, it can be Disney's own Star Wars or, like, Marvel adjacent. And... I would love to, especially since they already have all of these backstories and like all this history and like this storyline that they've hashed out already, just seeing that come to life and also having it tie in as like little Easter eggs across Mm -hmm. like the parks. And like me and my sister have always like have a little checklist of like where we, all of the Disney parks that we want to go to, which is all of them, obviously, but seeing that tie in the way that it does, seeing that tie in in a bigger way outside of the parks, that is a consumable form of media that everyone can be a part in, not just those who are, who have the ability to go to the parks and to all of the parks, nonetheless, is stunning. Like, that's so exciting. It's so cool. I love the idea that it's not just like random rides that you are going on. It's actually like one universe, like yes. you said. Yeah. It's so cool. And when you said Monstro, I'm assuming you Pinocchio's Monstro. Yeah. Yeah. Like Yep, Pinocchio's Monstro. Love that. Love that. Love that. I know. Love that. Yeah, it's just really cool. It, it really is the storytelling that I love about Disney. There are still people who are trying to execute what Disney had wanted to do, which was build a world of magic. And I think that's beautiful. And like, it just gives me so much hope for, you know, where the company can head. I agree. I totally agree. You know, it's, it's not that I've like lost faith in the individuals 
who are working for Disney. It's not like I've lost faith in the Imagineers because seeing stuff like this, it's like the creativity is still there. The talent is still there. Like the great ideas are still there. It's like my issue is that like the people at the top don't care. Right. No, they don't. And like we can go on for episodes and episodes on how leadership is not taking advantage of all of the great people who work at the company and not just at the, you know, leadership of the engineer or of the Imagineers um, or those that are sitting in the C-suite. It's like truly every single person at like down to the cast members who work to create magic every single day, like they're not getting enough credit. Yeah. Unfortunately not. Anyway, that's all I had for this episode. Yeah, that's it. We love Disney. Sea's cool. I love Jungle Cruise. I'm excited to see where Sea is going to go. I'm excited. I'm stoked that the Jungle Cruise was so good. And, like, I'm really hoping that in addition to the Sea project, that the movies that are connected to that project, or rather the IP that's connected to the Sea project, is just going to do just as well. Also, sidebar, I'm really curious to see if, how, if they will even at all try to integrate pirates in that. Oh, into C? Yes. Yeah, I actually have no idea. But anyway, I'm excited to see where it's going to go. I'm really excited about like this small hint of light that we're seeing twinkle 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 twinkle. i don't know i love the jungle cruise i'm stoked i'm happy that we finally found a film that like we liked as of recently i know it's like we finally found one it's been it's been a rough slog lately it has and there hasn't really been any disney news i it's been tough out here yeah we've been well there actually is news now we can talk about like next episode about the Star Wars hotel that I'm now obsessed with, even though I don't know anything about Star Wars. Yes, but the idea of it is sounds so cool. The idea is just immaculate, beautiful. Love right. it. Mwah. Absolutely love the fact that Disney has to straight up tell guests that they're not going to be yeeted into space, though. Oh, yeah, I know. I thought that was so <laughs> funny. It was like, this hotel does not actually go into space. Like, just, just to let, just, need to make it very clear. <laughs> Whenever my sister was a kid and she rode Star Tours for the first time, she thought we were actually in space. So whenever we got off the ride, she was like, how do we get back home? Stop. <laughs> it was really cute. Honestly, that's how I felt about uh, Space Mountain and Planet Earth. What's Planet Earth? Oh, you mean the um, Spaceship Earth? Spaceship Earth. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I yeah. really thought that we were going in the past. Anyway, thank you for listening. This has been an extremely goofy podcast. I was going to say something else, but I can't remember. <laughs> I can literally see the thought floating out of your eye. And I'm like, yeah, that's it. Cut. We're done. Oh, 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 oh. I was going to tell you. <laughs> yes. That Cruella. Yes. Is going to be on Disney Plus. Soon. For free. Soon. August 27th. Do we know if it's, like, truly a six-month cadence? Like, six months I, to the day that the film comes out? June, July, uh, three months. Huh. I've got more thoughts on that. I just can't put them together. But Okay, we'll, we'll figure well, it out next yeah, time. Yeah, Cruella. Cruella. I will watch Cruella. It was really good. 
I know you love Cruella. And honestly, I do love Emma Stone. I just didn't want to pay money to see Emma Stone. No, I, I, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I understand. Okay, I'm ready to wrap up now that I had that okay, thought. Okay, I'm glad that you had the thought. I'm glad that you yeah. had the thought. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening to an Extremely Goofy Podcast. Again, this has been Lex and... Ashlyn! Yay! <laughs> um, you can find us at our Twitter and our Instagram... Our Twitter is extremely goofy with the O's being zeros. And then our Instagram is an extremely goofy podcast. So please follow if you want to hear a little join us. Follow. Follow us. us. (laughs) We're usually better at wrapping this up. Anyway, thank you. Goodbye.